Welcome to Soaring with Eagles with your host, Crystal Richardson, a.k.a. Sergeant K. Each week, we hear from Crystal and her successful guests as they share their triumphs, tragedies, tools, and secrets for living a full life complete with financial freedom laced with fun and fulfillment. Crystal takes a controversial and edgy approach to unveil interesting facts about millionaires, billionaires, and game changers, and how they have accomplished life success while giving back. Now, here is Crystal Richardson. Good morning, everyone. This is Crystal Richardson. Thank you so much for being with us today. We are on Soaring with Eagles and happy to say that we're actually back live uh, on the actual radio show time. So you will be able to get this show at 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, Mountain Standard Time, uh, until we go through daylight savings time and then we'll have to go through some of the changes again. But really happy to talk to you today about the battlefield of the mind the battlefield of the mind. So we do have some people that will be potentially calling in. And if you would like to call in and discuss this topic, we would really, really appreciate it and enjoy having you on. The number is 1-888-346-9141. Again, that number is 1-888-346-9141. All right. So The last several shows that we've had have been talking about mindset. It's been talking about um, a number of different things that cause us to to use our mind for the things that we want to work for and work toward uh, related to goals that we have in life, that we have in business, but also how things actually affect our mind uh, and sometimes hold us back. And, And I've called those in the past uh, detractors. So what we want to talk about today is, is, is some of that in the form of the mind being a battlefield. Now, one of the books that we're going to be taking information out of, uh, you know, we talk a lot about Napoleon Hill uh, on this show. And uh, there's a number of books that he has that, that we've quoted, and we're going to have some of his quotes today. But The Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Myers is a book that is very, very instrumental, uh, has been instrumental in my life personally, uh, when there's different things that I've been trying to sort through and just to have some positive reinforcements in my life. Now, it's a book that you could use, whether you're a business person, a CEO of a company, whether you're just, you know, a a family person, like a mom, stay-at-home mom, stay-at-home dad, or if you are looking for just some inspiration because you've either dealt with some things mentally that have held you back uh, from getting to those goals and and what you feel is your dream to destiny. And with some of the things that we're going to go over today, I tell you, it's going to be a a really good show for you to maybe just refer back to because of a lot of great quotes in this book. Now, as I mentioned, Napoleon Hill, there's even some things from Eleanor Roosevelt that we'll be going through. And then a number of topics, as you know, I use Forbes a lot, uh, as well as Entrepreneur and a a few other resources. So with that being the preface, what I want to also do is uh, welcome another couple of countries. Uh, I think we're up to about 34 countries, and I'm going to have to do an actual count so I can make sure that I'm adding up these numbers properly. But over this past week, uh, we had some people tune in from India, 
and uh, then Sweden and a number of other countries. But as far as them being the first time country, uh, I believe India is one of those. So thank you for watching. And we hope that you continue to watch and listen to Soaring with Eagles here on Voice America. All right. So let's go ahead and get right into this topic. Now, as we know, one of the main focuses here on this show, Soaring with Eagles, we're talking a lot about business and the millionaire, billionaire mindset and, and not having that just so that you can have a lot of money, but also the give back model portion of it. And so in doing so, the main topic that we're going to focus on for this season is related to leadership, leadership. And as we know, uh, some people have actually used the quote that leadership starts in the mind. Leadership starts in the mind. And, and, and why would you even say that? Why would someone even say that? Well, part of the reason is because it's a mindset. Leadership is a mindset. And one of the things that I talk about and, and I'll be talking about in one of my uh, upcoming books uh, called Step Up Your Leadership Game, where there's interviews in there. Uh, based on people who are leaders from all over the world and how, whether you're a seasoned leader or a new leader, that you can use the principles in that particular book, step up your leadership game to, to, to help you do just that, to step it up. Now, when we talk about leadership and when we talk about the mind and battlefield of the mind, I want to make sure that you understand how we're going to keep all of this connected, okay? Now, leadership starting in the mind, leadership starting in the mind. The last several shows, as I mentioned, talked about mindset. And when we talk about mindset, there's various ways that, that people use their mind to be a leader. Now, some of the traits and some of the skills that you need to have to be a leader uh, of a corporation, are the same leadership skills that you would need to even be a leader of your household if you're a stay-at-home mom. It's the same leadership skills, some of them, if you are going to be, for instance, a leadership in your church, or even if you're going to be in leadership in your community. A lot of people have uh, homeowners associations. These principles can help you no matter what area of leadership you may be in. And all of us know, whether it's just you in your household by yourself, or if you have uh, maybe seven or eight or nine children, a uh, husband, a dog, and a cat, you have to have leadership skills. Am I right? Uh, because uh, there's all of the bills that need to be paid. The dishes need to be done. The house needs to be clean. People have to go to the doctor. People have uh, events for their school. Uh, there's a number of things that you have to be able to organize and use these skills in order to be able to lead your household. So I'm just throwing all of these out there so that you can understand that these principles are ones that can help you no matter where you are. Okay, now another thing that I've pulled on a number of times, uh, another way that we look at any of our subjects, including leadership, including the battlefield of the mind today, is looking at uh, Myers-Briggs personality test. Okay, so we're going to get into the Joyce Myers book. We're going to get into Eleanor Roosevelt. We're going to get into Napoleon Hill. But I wanted to bring this up first because they have outlined a number of types of personalities that 
that are basically shaped by uh, the way that they do their personality test. And if you have not taken one of those yourself for uh, for a job or just even uh, personally, uh, there's a number of them that are online. Uh, some are paid and some are, are unpaid. All they request is your, your name and your email address. Uh, and yeah, they will probably send you information after that, but that's okay. Uh, and even the DISC model, we've used that before too. So here is one that we'll look at first. The ISTJ type of personality is a detailed-oriented leader. Now, I'm not going to get into what all of the letters mean. You'll have to look that up or maybe even go to a previous show. But so here we're looking at a detail-oriented leader. Do you have to be detail-oriented to run a company as a CEO? I would say yes. Do you have to be detail-oriented to run your household? I would say yes, to run a church or even, as I mentioned, a homeowners association, you do need to be detail oriented. But having that as your primary set of gifts based on your personality might not be the type of leader that you are. Another type of leader that they have noted here is a decisive leader. Do you have to be decisive to be a CEO? I would say yes. And there's a number of different ways that people look at decisiveness. And that is a, another thing that is really, really one of those things that you could equate to our topic for today, the battlefield of the mind, is because sometimes people have so many different things going on in their mind, there is a battle as far as what decision is the right decision. So if you're data-driven, you would make a data-driven decision. If you are where you use your heart more to make decisions, then it is a battlefield because you want to make the right decision for everyone involved, potentially. And a lot of times, again, that comes up as being an issue because you're not going to be able to make everyone happy. So that is sometimes a battle that we have. Another type of leader, uh, and I'm not going to give all of the initials and what they mean, but another type of leader is a thoughtful leader, a thoughtful leader. Now, sometimes, <laughs> those types of leaders, excuse me, may take a little bit longer to make decisions than other people do. And it may be it's just because they want to be as thoughtful as possible, take into consideration all of the different things that they need to take into consideration. Uh, but it also may be that there's, again, that battle, that war going on because you want to be as thoughtful as possible. And sometimes you have to take your own feelings and your own opinions into consideration, as well as other people. So just, just think about that one just for a moment. We're, at, we're actually going to come back to that one. And then there's a generous leader, a generous leader. Are you a generous leader? Uh, people who work with you, work beside you, over you, or you know, help to serve and support you, do they feel that you're generous? Sometimes people use that as a leadership style, if you will, in order to, to help people align with them because they're, they're always giving. Now, it could be that it's a part of their, their, their personality, or it could be that they're using that just as, as something like a carrot in order to, to get people to align with them. And how could you have a battle in your mind, I would say, if, if you're a generous leader? Well, sometimes the battle comes into play where you don't want to give too much or you don't want to give too little. We'll go back to the household example. Uh, we want to, to be there for our children, right? And we want to have where we 
are um, teaching them principles and we want to also make sure that we're not spoiling them. So being generous and being a generous leader sometimes may cause an issue or battle in your mind because you are not quite sure how much to give or not to give. Okay, so we have about four more leadership styles that we're going to take into account when we're talking about the battlefield of the mind. But right now we do have a caller on the line and let's see if we can get that caller on. Hello. Hello. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Good morning, how are you? How are you? Pastor? I'm doing well, doing well. Is, is this Max? My name is Max Nicholas, yes. <laughs> okay, so as far as the battlefield, Doing great. As far as the battlefield of the mind, do you have any comments or questions on that today? Well, uh, at, uh, having been homeless for a long time and then uh, the Lord never giving up on me, it was a constant and still is a constant battle not to give in to the temptations that are all around me or that happen each and every, every day. And uh, just believing in the Lord and praying and concentrating on him uh, has given me the strength to uh, uh, achieve basically what I've had today. Uh, my family's back in my life, and the Lord found it worthy to give them back to me after they thought I was dead, after all the things I'd been through. And so now uh, there's nothing in the world that I know that the Lord will not do just to make sure that uh, I am still here, that I can do work, and that I can help others. Amen. Amen. So that's very excellent because you're saying, you know, you were once homeless. And so that that obviously can, you know, take a toll on your mind and make you think things that are true, maybe and some, you know, think things that are not true. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I just want to basically I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I just go want ahead. to comment on the wonderful job that you're doing and uh, to assure you that everything's going to be working out fine. I'll be there. Uh, Saturday morning, quite early, and to take care of things uh, as I try. And with your help, we'll get everything done the way we always do. Well, that's great. And so what, what Max is alluding to is partner leadership, uh, because we have a big uh, community corporate, corporate community service day on Saturday. And so you'll be hearing more about that on the commercial. And we just appreciate you calling in, Max. Thank you. No problem. You have a good day. God bless you, Father Spencer. You too. Thank you. God bless you, too. All right. So we heard from Max and he was once homeless. So being homeless, just think about what types of battles that were maybe going through his head. And even now, you know, that he's not homeless, he's doing well, his family is back together, he mentioned. But you still think back to what were the reasons that caused me to be homeless in the first place? What were some of the things that maybe I thought that I should have done or maybe I could have done better? And those are sometimes things that come back. And so you can use all of those things as lessons learned so that you don't fall back into those same issues, but also as lessons learned so that you can help someone else. And that's exactly what he does. We really appreciate him and his service. We've been working together, I think, for over 12 years or so. I'm really bad at time, so it may have been a little more than that. But he comes back and volunteers every single first Saturday to help us to to help support and give resources to the other families in need. So thank you very much, uh, Max, for that call. Okay, so we are almost up to our break and I wanna make sure that I get through these other leadership types. And then when we come back from break, we will jump right into some of the comments that Joyce Myers has related to the battlefield of the mind. All right, so we went 
over the detail-oriented leader, the decisive leader, the thoughtful leader, and the generous leader. Okay, so this next one is called the tactical leader. Well, everything has to have where you have a specific strategy and tactics in place as you are leading. Obviously, this is something that's used in the military. You may be one of those other types of leaders as well in the military, but when you're tactical, how can you have a battlefield in your mind related to tactics? Well, it may be that you don't have as much information as you would like to have in order to put those tactics and strategies in place, but you still need to make a decision. So sometimes you could have uh, a leadership uh, issue there. The next thing is a fearless leader, a fearless leader, where it doesn't matter what comes their way, they're going to make sure that they make everything happen. Now, sometimes with people who are called fearless leaders, when we go back to the battlefield of the mind, there are fears and maybe doubts that, that they have inside, or maybe they talk to their intimate circle with, but not with everyone. And so when they come out to the forefront, they are fearless and everybody sees them as a fearless leader. So they may, they may not have those internal fears or that small, you know, intimate group, their inner circle that knows about it. It may be that they're just completely fearless. But what I've seen, even with myself, sometimes people make comments about how great uh, a job I may have done on XYZ and how do I stay so calm or whatever. And, and most times I'm just calm in front of people and and not in front of people, but it may be some things that I discuss with my husband that I'm not as fearless when I talk to him as I may be uh, when I'm out in front of people. So that's just something to keep in mind that, that that's okay to have that inner circle, that support in order to have some body or a group of people to bounce things off of. Another one is a sensitive leader. Now, being a sensitive leader, I'm sure you can understand that there may be some battlefields that they're going through, battlefields in the mind, because they want to make sure potentially that they don't hurt anyone's feelings or, you know, they're very sensitive themselves, but they're still a very great leader. So when we look at that, there's definitely some things that when we get to these comments from Joyce Myers, that we will be able to maybe shed some light on that if you are considered a sensitive leader. And then last but not least, and I'll give these initials for the Myers-Briggs, E-S-F-P, you can look up what they mean, is the charismatic leader. Now, when we think of charismatic leaders, do we feel that they have anything to, to add to this battlefield situation? I would say yes, because depending on how charismatic they are, depending on uh, what has gone in on in their lives, it may has, have caused some issues, uh, maybe with uh, business, maybe with keeping business separate from their personal life, or maybe even issues maybe in their marriage. And so being charismatic has its benefits because, you know, everyone wants to be around you. Everyone likes what you're saying, how you look, you know, the look and feel that they have, the, you know, how they feel when they're, when they're with you or with whatever it is that you say, you're very, very extremely charismatic. So that has lots and lots of positives to help people to be able to lead and have people follow and do whatever it is, is that is the initiative that they're looking to do. But it also has its drawbacks. And since we're talking about the battlefield of the mind, we will be 
going into some things that may be some, some issues and some problems that we may need to help solve for people who are charismatic leaders. Okay, so let's go ahead right now and I'll just recap all of the ones I went through and then we will take our first break. When we get back, we will be getting into some of the quotes from the battlefield of the mind. This first one, based on the Myers-Briggs, was detail-oriented leader, decisive leader, thoughtful leader, generous leader, charismatic leader, sensitive leader, tactical leader, fearless leader, and I believe that completes the list of what we went over, and we went over some of how that relates to our topic today, and we look forward to having you back right after this break. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Calling all Voice America listeners, hosts, employees, families, and friends. We're super excited about our Voice America Community Service Day to be held on September 7th. Let's join together with Full Color Movement Internationals, Give Hope Luncheon for the Homeless and Families in Need. Join us at the gym at 2320 North 7th Street in Phoenix from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come volunteer and bring packaged foods for 300 people. We need snack bags, socks, shorts, and backpacks for size small to 5X. Let's do our part to make someone's day a little brighter with our smiles, songs, poems, and some games. Soaring with Eagles radio show host Crystal Richardson will be celebrating September birthdays that day, so let's join her nonprofit and help raise $30,000 for a van and scholarships for at-risk youth. Don't miss this opportunity to make a huge difference in the lives of those that need it most. For more information on our service day or to donate, contact Crystal Richardson at www.fullcolormovement.com or go to Soaring with Eagles on the Voice America Empowerment page today. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You are listening to Soaring with Eagles with Crystal Richardson. Now, back to our show. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Soaring with Eagles. Today, we are on talking about the battlefield of the mind. And we're going to be talking on this particular portion of the show about Joyce Meyer's book, The Battlefield of the Mind, and her little subtitle is Winning the Battle in Your Mind winning the battle in your mind. So we have a comment from Evangeline Colbert on Facebook says uh, it's a delight, a delicate balance in being generous uh, to our children. Yes, definitely delicate balance when we're talking about leading our children and leading our household. And then we have another comment from Amani Morrison that uh, it blessed me and It was a lot of confirmation for her. So some of the things that we've already said in the first segment uh, is already uh, helping people. So we really appreciate those comments and confirmation that this this show is worthwhile. All right. So thank you, guys. What I want to do now is go to a couple of comments from 
Joyce Myers. I did mention Napoleon Hill, Eleanor Roosevelt, some others that we will be getting to. But one of the things that she says is that the name of her book is The Battlefield of the Mind, okay? So it's not where every quote that I'm going to say has the word mind in it, but it's things that affect our mind. So one of the things that she has here, our past may explain why we're suffering, but must not, but we must not use it as an excuse to stay in bondage. Our past may explain why we're suffering, but it must not be our excuse why we stay in bondage. So how does that relate to our mind? So sometimes we suffer with our own thoughts, right? Because we have to be with ourselves 24-7. So 24-7, uh, even meaning while we're sleeping, because a lot goes on in our mind. I know I'm a very vivid dreamer. And so sometimes I might be fine during the day, but then I might dream something that causes me to, to suffer a, uh, a look back as opposed to knowing that I need to focus on, on the future. And so you could use that word suffering related to that. So it's not an excuse to stay in bondage because you need to wake up with those morning affirmations, those morning thoughts of gratitude and prayer and meditation, whatever it is that you may do, so that you can stay focused on the present and the future and your dreams to destiny. So I think, you know, that first comment from her uh, was a very good one related to the fact that we don't have to stay in bondage, even if it comes up, you know, during the night in our dreams, like I said, that sometimes happens with me related to things that may have happened in the past. Uh, I have to make sure that I wake up with that morning message to myself related to gratitude and then, you know, prayer and meditation, whatever it is that you may do. And then one of her next ones is you cannot have a positive life and a negative mind. You cannot have a positive life and a negative mind. So think about that. Do we have anybody in our lives or know people that sometimes have where they have just negativity to say all the time? And, but then they're trying to maybe live a positive life or live a, live a fulfilling life but everything that comes out of their mouth is either negative or suspicious or everything is a conspiracy of which, yeah, there are conspiracies that are going on right now. There are bad things that happen, but we have to look at our mindset and have to look at how we filter that and process it and how it comes through our thoughts and how it comes through our mind. What is something that we could say positive related to even something, I'll just throw it out there, related to the mass shootings that have been happening lately? Is there anything positive that we could say about that? So I would say that even related to the mass shootings, what it has done is it has brought a focus for our nation. It's brought a focus across the world because it, they don't just happen here in the United States. And it has caused more people to maybe get involved that have never been involved in, in, in looking at or thinking about uh, gun regulations or any of the jurisdictions that are out there. So that might be considered positive because maybe with more people involved, whether there's gun law changes or if there's anything else that might need to be moved related to something that we could put in place in government or even in your own personal life, it may cause where you are now more thoughtful when you go out. And I don't really want to focus on that uh, particular example, but I'm using that example to say 
that is causing even more people to go in prayer, uh, if you will. So there are some positive things that can come out of that. And unfortunately, you know, we, we uh, want to also, while I'm talking about that, that this is not considered a mass shooting, uh, but there was um, a person that, that we know, one of our dear friends uh, that uh, got killed recently trying to help someone. And it just happened this week. They, they got killed trying to help someone. So uh, we are going to pause for a moment of silence uh, this coming Saturday at our corporate community service day because she was trying to help someone. And that's what we try to do every day of our lives and, and every week and spe specifically every first Saturday when we have our Give Hope luncheon. And so, again, this is something where it can help other people maybe be a little bit more careful. Uh, it can help all of us to, to maybe look at, you know, how we lead our lives so that maybe uh, we can still help people, but maybe with a little bit more caution and have just some other guidelines and rules that we may put in place that can help us to continue to have a, a kind heart when we help people. Okay. So what she said, I'll say it again. You cannot have a positive life and a negative mind. So even though we may get sad, even though there's things that maybe we feel should not have happened to us, there's still positivity we can get out of that and lead a positive life. All right, let's look at another one from Joyce Myers. And these are from the battlefield of the mind. And let's see. If you only do what is easy, you will always remain weak. If you only do what is easy, you will always remain weak. Now, we've heard variations of that from a number of different people, um, a number of different people. And there's even some, some quotes related to some of the business people that, that I quote often that have ones that are like that. But I'm going to read it again. If you only do what is easy, you will always remain weak. So again, what does that have to do with our minds? Well, <clears throat> what it has to do is a lot of times we try to take the path of least resistance. We try to or want to maybe get fit without working out, okay? So again, if we only do what is easy, then we will always remain weak. So if we're not going to lift the weights that we need to lift, then we're going to always be physically weak. If we're not going to exercise our mind, if we're not going to always be in learning mode, I consider myself a 24-7 uh, lifelong student, okay? I'm always trying to learn. I'm always trying to also get information so that I can, can improve my life as well as the life of those that are around me and work with me and all of the, also those people that, that, that listen to the show or, or, or watch the show. So that makes me a, a lifelong student. So is it easy doing a lot of the things that I do to try to orchestrate my life so that I can have time to do that? No, it's not. But it's something that helps me be stronger as, as a person and helps me to be able to be more positive and help other people to, to not remain weak as well. So would like to thank Joyce for that comment. And I'll just hold up the book again. And uh, for those who are listening on Voice America, it's Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Myers. And another comment 
that she has is the pathway to freedom begins when we face the problem without excuses for it. The pathway to freedom begins when we face the problem without making excuses for it. So what are some problems in your life? What are some things that you consider problems in your life? What are some things that you may consider uh, that you may have one or two solutions for, but maybe not the exact right solution that you feel comfortable with? Okay, we go back to being a decisive leader or being a thoughtful leader. Okay, so the pathway to freedom begins when we face the problem without making excuses for it. So what kind of freedom is she talking about? It could be freedom to move on to the next step in in your business or freedom to move to that next level in a relationship or freedom to move to, you know, phase three or four in a, in a business proposal. So we have to face it. We have to make sure that we're clear on everything that's going on behind the scenes and not just uh, make excuses for why we're not able to do whatever it is, because we all have freedoms. We all have where there's basically anything that, that we want to do, we can do. We, we live in a world right now that a lot of barriers are down that used to be barriers from years ago because now with the internet and with global commerce and everything that's going on, just you know, full thrust, we have a lot of freedoms. So let's go ahead and, and face whatever we need to face and not make excuses is what she's saying in this particular one. This next one from Joyce Myers is remember, you become what you think. Think discouraging thoughts and you'll be discouraged. Let me read that one again. Remember, you become what you think. Think discouraging thoughts and you'll become discouraged. So that is one where I have had that go on myself, thinking discouraging thoughts. And it is something that <laughs> when you really want to have a pity party for yourself, you know that you can just really make that happen, right? And it all starts in the mind. Thus, the reason for the show today, the battlefield of the mind. And that's also the reason why we've had a number of different ways we're looking at your mindset and mindfulness and the battlefield of the mind. Because if we can get past that, we can all get to where we want to get in in our businesses, in our relationships, in our household, whatever it is that we want to do, the possibilities are endless. And uh, we have another comment uh, from Tiffany on Facebook. It says, I always tell my students, growth is like working out. Yes, it is. Uh, most of them are in sports and have been, and it hurts them to lift. And she talks about the muscles and getting faster and, and, you know, better performance. So it is where we need to make sure that we're doing what we need to do to work out our minds so that we can be in the position to not be discouraged, but to be encouraged and to be an encourager. Okay. So I'll read that one again and we'll just finish up the comments on that. It says, remember, you become what you think. Think discouraging thoughts and you'll be discouraged. So anything the mind uh, can conceive, the mind can achieve. Anything that the mind can conceive, the mind can achieve. And that's one of the ones from Napoleon Hill that anything that we can think we can do, we can, we can be and do anything. Okay. And the Bible also says that too. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So we need to make sure that we 
our thinking proper thoughts. Because if we do, I tell you, the, the, the path ahead is endless. Because you don't just think the thoughts. You also have to do the action behind the thoughts. So that's one of the things we just need to make sure that we do. And we talk a lot about on Soaring with Eagles is the doing part of it. Okay? Because me and anyone else that has a radio show or a TV show or any events that you go to on conferences is it doesn't do any good to get all of this information and then not do anything with it. Okay. So other people like me have spent thousands of dollars on, on, uh, what do you call it? Uh, self-help or, you know, different things that you're doing to, to improve yourself. Okay. So if you do that, then you need to do something with it, not just spend the money, get the information and think about it and then not do it. So this was a very, very good one that she said related to related to uh, that last comment. So let's look at one more before we go to break. This is a very good one from the Battlefield of the Mind. It says, your life will not get straightened out until your mind does. Your life will not get straightened out until your mind does. So how do we straighten out our life? How do we work with our mind to get our mind straightened out? Well, part of what you do is you listen to shows like this. You read books like Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Myers. You read books uh, like Think and Grow Rich for, by Napoleon Hill and a number of other books that he has where it's not just talking about money. It's talking about life. It's talking about balance. It's talking about giving back. And her book, uh, even though she uh, is a, a minister, it's not all religious. So if you uh, don't believe in God, if, if that's just not your thing, if you don't have any uh, beliefs like that, that's okay. You still can read this book. This is a very, very good book that can help you with your mind. And some of the, the quotes that she has and some that I've read uh, are ones that that may have scriptures related to it, but some of them are, are not, especially some of the ones that I, I picked just now. So those are things that, that you can still use her philosophies to affect your mind positively, okay? And so I do recommend that you get that book and just, it'll change your life. It'll be transformational for you. And it's something that you can continue to reference back to for yourself, as well as other people that may be uh, in your life that uh, need some help related to some things that might be going on in their mind. Okay, so when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the battlefield of the mind and about mindset and leadership. And we'll be doing that by looking at some of the quotes from Napoleon Hill, uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, and some other resources I have here related to developing your mind as a leader and some of the battles that, that leaders from all various industries and all leadership types, some of the things that they go through, okay? So we will be right back after this break. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com 
calling all Voice America listeners, hosts, employees, families, and friends. We're super excited about our Voice America Community Service Day to be held on September 7th. Let's join together with Full Color Movement International's Give Hope Luncheon for the Homeless and Families in Need. Join us at the gym at 2320 North 7th Street in Phoenix from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Come volunteer and bring packaged foods for 300 people. We need snack bags, socks, shorts, and backpacks for size small to 5X. Let's do our part to make someone's day a little brighter with our smiles, songs, poems, and some games. Soaring with Eagles radio show host Crystal Richardson will be celebrating September birthdays that day, so let's join her nonprofit and help raise $30,000 for a van and scholarships for at-risk youth. Don't miss this opportunity to make a huge difference in the lives of those that need it most. For more information on our service day or to donate, contact Crystal Richardson at www.fullcolormovement.com or go to Soaring with Eagles on the Voice America Empowerment page today. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are listening to Soaring with Eagles with Crystal Richardson. Now, back to our show. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Soaring with Eagles. We are on our last segment of the Battlefield of the Mind. We are going to continue this mindset, mindfulness type of review, and we're going to be continuing it related to leadership for the rest of this season um, as our focus. And in the upcoming weeks, we're going to have the person who wrote the One Habit book uh, is going to be on, and there's a number of other people that I'm very excited that will be on the show coming up. Uh, related to this topic, and and it's it's very important. And there's a lot of books out there on leadership. There's a lot of books out there on mindfulness and mindset. And and why is that? You know, using those words or even psychology books. Okay, because that's where people have most of their issues is is getting unstuck in their minds. And so anything that we can do to help to bring forth some of that information and consolidate it in a way that can help you just even take one more step further towards your dreams to destiny, then that is, that's what we want to do. All right. So um, we want to finish up today with some, some comments uh, from, I already gave one from Napoleon Hill. We'll talk a little bit more about that. And just a few of these are from Eleanor Roosevelt. So one of the ones that she said is people grow through experience if they meet life honestly and courageously. I'll say that again. People grow through experience if they meet life honestly and courageously. So a lot of times the person that we have the most issue being honest with is ourselves. And the person that we have the most problems being courageous and and fearless in front of is ourselves, okay? So to be a good leader, to not have that battle in your mind, we need to make sure that even if we need to write things down, is figure out honestly things that that are going on in our lives that are detractors, things that are going on in our life that, that are, it's these are things that are holding us back from our dreams to destiny. So if you can be honest with yourself and be courageous and just step out with confidence, you still can have some fear, but 
you you can't dwell in that. Okay, you have to go beyond that. And even if things don't turn out the way that you feel that they should have, just continue to go on and be courageous. Be courageous is what she's saying. People grow through experience if they meet life honestly and courageously. So that one is very, very good related to the battlefield of the mind. Another one that she has that a lot of you may have heard, it says, great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss events, small minds discuss people. Let me say that again. Great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss events, and small minds discuss people. Now, we all know that there's a time and a place to discuss people, events, and ideas, okay? But what she's talking about is your main focus, your main focus. And so in business, in industry, I'm a consultant, so I go to many, many companies. There are people that they stand around talking about other people, or they're in the cafeteria talking about other people, or at lunch talking about other people, as opposed to, and it's not where you need to always be talking about ideas or events, or you know what could be next, or being a visionary, because everybody's not a visionary. But the thing is, is where are you putting your focus? So you are the sum total of you know the, the, the five people they say that you hang out with the most, or that you're around the most, or that you're influenced by the most. So you want to have other people around you that are thinking about ideas, that are talking about ideas, and that you all can kind of feed off of one another with that energy and make great things happen. And all of that has to do with mindset. And so the battle is not to get stuck. Uh, my husband was uh, saying that actually last week we were we were in a meeting in a study and some people were getting stuck talking about people and he wanted to talk about the actual idea. And so he, as a good leader, had to say what he had to say and do what he had to do to bring us back to the idea that was that we needed to be focused on. So so kudos to you, uh, Mr. Ben, on on doing that. Another thing that we have here from Eleanor. Roosevelt is, it says, friendship with oneself is all important because without it, one cannot be friends with anyone else in the world. So again, we are talking about being honest with ourselves. We're talking about here being friends with ourselves because if we're not, then we can't be friends with anyone else, you know, even across the world. Now, why are friends important? You may not call it friends. You may call it partnerships. You may call it, you know, business partners or people that you're, you're going to do some JVs with or something like that. But you have to be able to, to be okay with yourself, with where you are, where you plan to go and have where you have that that vision board, we talked about one of the other weeks, the vision board of what you were put here to do and work toward that and and be your biggest cheerleader, be your biggest critic, be what you need to be in order to get that thing off the ground and, and moving, okay? So those are just some quotes from her. There's, there's plenty more that, you know, maybe even more that were uh, even more deep than that. But what I wanted you to get out of that is that, um, all of it has to do with how we can use all of these little tidbits as positive confirmations to not get discouraged, not get down in the weeds, but use those as things that help to elevate our mind. Okay, so one of the other things that I have here um, is sometimes as far as mindfulness, we're on autopilot as opposed to being aware of what we're doing. We're on autopilot. So 
how is that a battlefield of the mind? Well, we have our routine. We have things that we need to do every day. And sometimes we get so in the weeds of doing those things every day that we forget that we need to do the things that we need to do to elevate our mind. And we need to be aware of every single situation, every single thing that's going on. Now, women can sometimes do that maybe better than men, or sometimes people say men can do it better than women because women think about so many different things. The main thing is to keep your mind stayed on, uh, stayed basically in focus and on focus on the things that, that, that matter, that help you to be aware of where you are and are you working towards your goals? So how can you know that if you don't have them written down or, or on a vision board? So don't get on autopilot. Always be aware so that you can make sure that you move forward and progress from your dreams to destiny. And another thing that this one has is, is that we, <clears throat> excuse me, it talks about being selfish as opposed to being egocentric. Okay, selfless, selfless. So how does that relate, relate to leadership? How does that relate to the battlefield of the mind? Well, we talked about it earlier when we talked about Myers-Briggs and, and people who are thoughtful, uh, people who are sensitive. There's all different kinds of leaders that are very, very good leaders. Um, but sometimes you do get into where there's uh, an ego that is going on. We do see that a lot of times maybe with people who are charismatic. And then how can you be selfless? Well, you can be charismatic and be selfless, okay? So it's a matter of making sure that in your mind, you're not just giving up everything, giving away everything where it, it's just so much going on that you are not in the place that you need to be mentally to focus on the end goal. So don't, don't just focus on the giving and the being selfless where you're not focusing on, like I said, that, that you're making sure you're meeting that goal, but not giving away too much. And there was a comment on Facebook related to uh, being able to do that with our children. So those are just some other things for us to think about. And we all know that there's various styles and various techniques that we use in leadership. There's various styles and techniques that we use to, to make sure that we are winning that battle at all times in our mind. Some people say, you know, that there's the devil on one side and, and the angel on the other side. But we all have to make sure that we use whatever techniques that we need to in order to, to, get, to, um, to get to the next stage in our business or with our family or whatever the initiative is that we're looking at. So with that being said, I would like to encourage you to do more in, related, in relation to mental health and mental clarity. Because once you have that, like I said, it really helps you to get to that next stage that you need to be at in order to move forward from dreams to destiny. And one of the things that I wanna finish with is related to Napoleon Hill, and then I'm going to give, out a, shout out, give a shout out related to uh, the Corporate Community Service Day that we're having on Saturday. So one of the things that he says is, our minds become magnetized with the dominant thoughts we hold in our minds. And these magnets attract us 
to the forces, the people, the circumstances of life, which harmonize with nature of the dominating thought. I'm going to read that one more time. Our minds become magnetized with the dominating thoughts we hold in our minds, and these magnets attract to us the forces, the people, and the circumstances of life which harmonize with the nature of the dominating thoughts. So what that is saying is that just like Eleanor Roosevelt said, and with what I read from Joyce Myers, is that, you know, if we're thinking positive thoughts and not being discouraged, if we're doing what we need to do to have those be our dominant thoughts, then we will attract other people that have those same types of dominant thoughts, okay? We will attract people where we can use that as something that you have in common and then you have common goals and then you can make things happen together. And there's really... Uh, nothing that you can do in this life anymore that you can just do everything by yourself. We do need to have people that we partner with. We have people that people that we have joint vision, joint goals with. And so please, I, I just hope that this show has helped you with some nuggets throughout related to how you can conquer that battlefield of the mind. And right now, I just want to go ahead and give a shout out related to our Community Corporate Service Day. For those of you who are on, on Voice America, you can't see this um, jar of peaches that I'm holding up because I'm going to make, I don't know, maybe about 20 peach cobblers for the Community Corporate Service Day. It's actually my birthday on Saturday, September 7th, and we will be having a, a corporate uh, day of giving, having fun, singing, giving out resources and clothing just having a really great time with a lot of entertainment and dancing and singing. We're also raising $30,000 for scholarships for at-risk youth and for transportation. And there's a number of things that we're collecting. I'm happy to say that Voice America is one of the sponsors as well as Just Serve, Sigma Gamma Rho. We would also like to thank Phoenix Drone Pros and Lead Up for Women with Colleen and Do It On Purpose. Vision is Victory, that is with Carrie. And I would also like to thank Safe in His Arms and the Kufunzi Book Foundation, American Foods, California Pools, the Smile Movement, and the list goes on and on. So I really thank all of those that are going to be partnering with us this coming Saturday. And if you want more information about that, you can go to fullcolormovement.com. It's a nonprofit. There is a donation button fullcolormovement.com and we hope to see you there or you can feel free to contact us to get more information. That is our show for today. Thank you for Soaring with Eagles. Thank you for tuning in to Soaring with Eagles. Please join Crystal Richardson again on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another edition. Let's soar together, give back to our communities and change the world. 